part of the Podcateers Network. It's the Quiz Bureau Podcast, the only fun fact and quiz show on the Podcateers Network. Hey everyone, I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining me for the 53rd time here at Quizneyland. Here at Quizneyland, I'll be bringing you fun facts and trivia from all aspects of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, it's our second year anniversary Megasode, uh, and uh, I'm joined by the rest of the Podcateers. Uh, Hazen, Melissa, and Larry are here. So, hey, everybody. Hey. I'm Kermit the Frog celebrating year two of Quizneyland. Yay! Yay! So That's many, perfect. you know, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, doing every other week, the, the math, I'm always like, all right. So it's 52, but then plus one, and then all this stuff. So it's, it it's always messes with my brain that it came up so quickly. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're here to do, uh, if you listen to our uh, episode last year, uh, we're just going to do some, uh, we each came up with three questions to ask each other, and we're just going to do some back and forth uh, asking uh, the person asking the question. Uh, everybody else answering is on a team and we'll come up with an answer, um, uh, as a group. Uh, and I guess if we, if we think we're different, we can have different answers too. Uh, so, um, True. does anybody want to go first? Anybody think they got a good one? I don't know if I have good ones, but I mean, I'll kick things off. All right. Let's go with Hazen's question first. You always seem to kick things off for us on Podcateer. So I feel like... I, in turn, should kick things off on Quizneyland for you. All right, let's do it then. I think we're ready. All right. I hope I have some good stuff for everybody. So the thing about trivia is that Andrew does such a great job vetting the questions and trivia for Quizneyland every week that I wanted to touch on some things that maybe he hasn't touched on before and go beyond the standard trivia question. Just add a little bit more. It's trivia quizneyland plus all right if you will. that's an that's extra that's on. an extra that's charge for here <laughs> yeah, the first one's free but everything else is a penny who knows we'll see <laughs> all right so i'm gonna start off with uh one that i think a lot of people know but i want to plus it up a bit so can you name three things or places that walt used as inspiration for disneyland I can name one. <laughs> I want to pick the easy one, isn't it? Uh, his hometown. That's the All only right. one I know. <laughs> well, so I'm pretty. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure um, Efteling Park um, is is one oh. of the inspirations. That's true. Um, and then go ahead. Griffith Park. Griffith Park, I think, nice. would would be considered one of them. Yes. And then. Um, uh, I don't know, like how how heady this question is because, like, if if you go back to the quotes and stuff, he's like, his one of it was he was inspired by 
carnivals that they were bad and so he wanted to make a better carnival for families (laughs) so i don't know if that's like one that would qualify for the the answer i'm trying to think of like another another park um i guess knots was was kind of in its early stages at the time too um but i i'm pretty sure efteling is one of them in griffith park um and then i don't know what do you what do you guys want to go for for the third one do you well, think carnivals or do you think Knott's Berry Farm is a... Uh... Well, Larry had mentioned Marceline. Oh, uh-huh. Well, yeah, I... I get, yeah. I'm I'm okay. What do you, you want, Marceline? You think that's a good one? Mar- okay, so our answers are Efteling Park, Marceline, Missouri, and uh, Griffith Park. All right. So here's the wonderful thing about your answer. Mm-hmm. Is that you're all right? <laughs> Yay! The thing is that there were so many things that inspired Walt uh, during the process of planning and building Disneyland, and it's a commonly known trivia fact that Walt was inspired after visiting Griffith Park and watching those girls ride the carousel. Now, most people seem to think that that's like the only mm-hmm. place that inspired Disneyland, where it, it's really not. They were. Like the inspiration for Disneyland came from all these tiny places and ideas of places that Walt has gone. So Efteling Park is definitely one of them. Living in Marceline was also one of them. Griffith Park was one of them. But the three that I chose to highlight mm-hmm. are uh, this one actually goes all the way back to Walt's early years when he lived in Kansas. And it was mm-hmm. a place ah. called Electric Park. Electric Park at the time was different than any other theme or amusement parks because it was really well-maintained and always clean. That's something we always hear about Disneyland, right? Compared to other theme parks, it's super clean. Well, (laughs) but it's always clean and it's always well-maintained and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So Electric Park. Number two is actually a place here in Southern California called Beverly Park Kittyland. And Beverly Park Kittyland... Uh, was a little theme park that he used to visit with his daughters. Their slogan was the greatest children's amusement center on earth. And the park was owned by David Bradley, who would actually uh, come on as a consultant when Walt started planning and building Disneyland. Mm. And third, uh, in the early 50s, Walt and his family spent almost two months like trekking through Europe. And believe it or not, they actually got there on the Queen Mary. So another Queen Mary Disney connection. Wow. Uh, but on their trip, you know, they visited, you know, common places, London, Paris, Amsterdam. But it was Tivoli Gardens when That's, they stopped yep. in Copenhagen that would come to serve as additional inspiration for Disneyland. Because much like Electric Park, although it was, you know, carnival-like atmosphere, it was the park's cleanliness and the family-friendly atmosphere that left this like really lasting impression on Walt. So yes, uh, there are other places, the Matterhorn and New Orleans and all that stuff that eventually inspired a lot of like single locations within Disneyland, including like a little like tree park in Anaheim, you know, but there's so many, you're all right. Yeah. You know, that Tivoli Gardens is, I think, the one that I was actually thinking of, but I got the names all um, mixed up because Efteling, I think, was pretty new. Um, I think they opened in the 50s as well, but I think a little few years before um, Disneyland. So, that yeah, it's there's so many parks out there, and it's like, 
who knows in like Walt's brain to like how many things he was inspired by. He's like, I watched a TV show once and I was like, <laughs> like you can get ideas from almost anywhere as I mean, anybody knows like it, it's all everything has influenced him. But yeah, that's, you know, that's a fun question, Hayes. And I like that, that like very broadness of the question again and it gives you know people uh options to answer (laughs) yeah definitely does all right i'm gonna make melissa go next just because yeah because that's that's a that's a hard question to go right after i was like oh man mines are not sophisticated (laughs) um this one we're actually gonna pretend we're at disneyland all right and I, I do this a lot, so I, I wonder if you guys do this. But let's say you're walking. You're just walking around Disneyland. You're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you notice things on the floor. Can you name two of the prints you would see on the floor? Like footprints? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just anywhere oh. throughout Disneyland? Anywhere. Okay. Well, there's horseshoes. Mm-hmm. On Main Street, right? On Main Street. I mean, there's Galaxy's also horseshoes in Frontierland, I would assume, right. too. Galaxy's and Edge has a uh, droid the, tracks. The droid tracks. Yeah. Um, Are there any in, in New Orleans Square? That's what I'm trying to think of. If there's any, like, ones that I you don't think about. Because you'd think there's also maybe, like, something in Fantasyland somewhere, too. Right. I feel um, like there would also be something in Adventureland. Mm-hmm. But you guys already got two, so you pass with flying colors. Oh, we got to give our final answer, Oh, Melissa. just kidding. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's back, fine. No, it's okay. We can... I'm I'm glad we were right. Did you have... It, did you have any others on your list besides the two that we had come up with? Nope. That was no, going to okay. be my we easiest got, one. We got, we got, we got them. <laughs> okay. Good job, everybody. All right. The, yeah, because right there's also, I think, in Frontierland, besides the horse horseshoe tracks you can see like wagon wheel marks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that too like the horse was pulling the carriage and and stuff like that but that's something that now i want to like go deeper in and see if i can come up with with more like you know see if there's other ones out there that i'm not thinking of because that's can we cop out in new orleans square and say that there were pirate footprints, but because they were dragging a chest behind them, it erased the footprints, <laughs> and so that's why it's like nice. slick concrete. Most yeah. people know that Disneyland is made with concrete, but what people <laughs> don't know about that concrete. <laughs> when you look, when you look down and you see, the, most people don't look down at the concrete. <laughs> yeah, most people don't look at the concrete. But did you know that the concrete has a story? Uh, no, wait, killing me. Do we should we count should we count uh the 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 footprint by the Matterhorn? Can we say that maybe that was taken off the ground and put on display? Oh the big yeah. yeti footprint. The big, there, big oh, yeti footprint. footprint. There's Absolutely. a big yeti footprint. I mean, it's not on the floor, but we can say like it used it to be was on the floor. Once and then on the floor it up on display. The, yeah, theory, I, yes. on the floor. I agree. <laughs> I think what I think, you know what, we got three out of two. We're gonna count it. All right. All right, Larry. Or I think... if you count the the, the treasure chest. With the oh yeah, the treasure oh, the chest dragging. one that Just we forgot. that they then covered up. All right, let's go. Let's, uh, Larry. Let's have one from you. I'm gonna make so, me um, go last. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Uh, <laughs> my question relates more to when I go to Disneyland. As you guys know, I got the live stream. I go a bit. I think mm-hmm. of the memories I last time was with somebody. 
at the park. So when on these questions are related to maybe just complete randomness, but with Andrew. So one thing I vividly remember on a live stream with Andrew was I challenged him in the dumbest way to Astro Blasters. That is <laughs> one ride. Do not challenge Andrew to and I am a bad a shooter at this. So it's going to be maybe be simple. What is the ride vehicle called on Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters? Hmm. That's, oh, you know, that's not like, the, not the official, like, I'm not looking not for like the Omni Mover. You're looking for like yeah. the, the, like, what, like, vehicle. like Doom Buggy like, or Atomobile yes. or. My mind is blank. I mean, um, even if you get half of it, I mean, if you just see. think about it. I'm going to say the first half is Astro. <laughs> Astromobile. Let's see. No, you let I, me know your final. Let's see. Yeah, we got. We'll we'll lock in something. I feel like it has a number in it, um, like a like a three thousand or a five thousand or something like that. Um, but I can't for the life of me come up with the like the like name the part. The queue is it's, going through my head, and I'm like, I don't see anything. It does get repeated a lot in the queue. But oh, like, holster your blasters. Oh, no. uh, Get to your oh okay okay. Oh, now I'm thinking about the spiel. Like I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> this was ba- good. he's like battle stations. Uh, report to the the uh, report to the something for immediate something something. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the spiel, and all I can remember is ooh. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> very bad. Um, or I can hear cast members in the background. Please move forward. Please move forward. Do not stop the line. Please move forward. How many in your party? <laughs> yeah, how many in your party? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I I I w- would hope that it's something like an homage to. A former uh, or current attraction, like I don't know, like Astro Orbiter or something, like Astro Blaster Three Thousand or something. Uh, um, oh, jeez. Um, but I feel I, like I would remember that. I'll give a hint. Sure. So part of you know the name of the ride is where I mean the name of the ride will be where Buzz would be from. So. He's a astronaut. He belongs in space cruiser. Uh yes, that's it. Space. Is cruiser. it a space cruiser? I think we're locking in with. Are you okay with space cruiser, Melissa? I I'm fine. I'm, I I think ma- that my that, mind is still that, blank. That tickles the right itch. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, we're locking in with space cruiser. So for those all playing along, yes, the space cruiser is the name of the vehicle. The full name is the XP40 oh. space cruiser, oh. which Andrew uh, was leading to. Oh, He's like, it's a crazy oh, number. Wow. I, like, I know there's a number. Space cruiser. I'm writing yes. all these things down just so, you know, if you write things down, they, uh, in theory, they go stick. into your brain better. Yeah. So I'm writing XP40 down. That's space. Andrew annihilated me. If you guys I mean, it was like pretty much a bajillion points. On you just got to You just got to, you know, Google, you know, you, the hit, the triangles are an important ones of all of them. Triangles are worth the most. And when those uh, targets are lit, they're worth more, as they say in the thing. Mm-hmm. But there's actually there's actually three locations like three, four, three that I know of where they're on Zerg specifically. Mm-hmm. But 
the specific areas on Zerg are actually worth more points. Yeah. Some are worth up to 100,000, like, each time that you hit it. So, theoretically, you are able to hit that 999,999 score to be a space ranger. It is I've actually done it. possible. I've done it. Uh, especially you if you if you get stuck, you you could definitely hit it, especially yeah. if you get like, in, front in of one Zerg. of those areas in front of Zerg, yeah. Because it it happens at all the Zergs, which is only two Zergs. Well, mm-hmm. still, it's all. Two Zergs. But they're yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. that listens to Quizneyland gets the gets the scoop. It's between the two plates. Like he has like a breastplate like mm-hmm. below the Z logo, at least in the first Zerg. The one that yeah. you're closer to, it's like right below that. There's a, it's a little dot. You can kind of see it if you know what you're looking for. The one in the, um, the last room is a lot farther away, a lot harder to hit if yeah. you don't, if you're not. Oh yeah. Stop. There's a triangle behind, <clears throat> like in the back in the first room, I believe. Is it the first room or the second room? It might be in the second room. Second That's also room. worth yeah. like a hundred thousand points, like up on the back wall, like mm-hmm. in the back. So, <clears throat> like the the key. To Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters is making sure that you don't end up with a bum gun. Because if oh, you, yes. all the guns work the same <laughs> oh, in every space cruiser, they do not. So take a few moments as you first enter the attraction to kind of line your sight and figure out how off you are so that you know how to aim a little bit better. But you don't get a long time. And if you end up with a bum gun, like you're done. Yeah. Well, that's part of the fun. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. I guess that goes to me. So I'll do my first question. Um, <clears throat> I'm going easy to hard. So we'll see how this works. Here's my easy one. So which Imagineer has a doll dedicated to them? And it's a small world. Mary Blair. Mm-hmm. That's the only person I could think of. It makes no sense if it's um, Baxter or Rhodey. There's no, or Bob, no. I imagine there was a Tony Baxter doll. (laughs) A little mustache and everything. Mary Blair's, I'm I'm with you guys on this. Yeah. All right, you lock lock it in, Mary Blair. I'm happy. Yeah. All right. The answer is Mary Blair. Yes, of okay. course. Um, <laughs> so, nice. We did it. Yes. Put it on the board. The Mary Blair doll is standing on the Eiffel Tower. Um, and she's looking at a balloon. It's like a little doll with like short blonde hair, blue eyes, and is a yellow like poncho-y kind of looking thing with boots. You can, if you look up Mary Blair uh, Small World doll, you'll, you'll see it. There's photos of her with the doll. Um, so it's yeah, it's very cute doll trying to you know, uh, pay homage to the person that really created all the looks for, uh, it's a small world. You know, the only other person that, <clears throat> the only other person that could pop- possibly have one in there is Rolly because of yes. of the facade yes. and stuff. But it really right wouldn't move. make sense. To have True. A little, big old glasses or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Would I would how great would that be, though? It would stick out. Yeah, yeah it would it. stick out. How great would it be? <clears throat> Disney, if you're listening, I think we need a Rolly homage doll in It's a Small World. For sure. I agree. Or somewhere else. Think... Maybe, yeah, put it in like uh, Mr. Toad or something. Side bonus thing. Yeah. Do you guys remember pre-2005, which was the only unsmiling doll in there that was had a frown? 
Bonus question. Adult, Pre-2005. A, a, before they added all the character, all the Disney characters. There was one doll. That one doll that was frowning. It was in the finale room. Oh. It, was like a, it wasn't like a clown or anything, was it? What? It was a clown. It was a yeah. clown. Was a oh clown. my yeah. God, <laughs> you just guessed it. Good callback. It's the only thing I think of. Sad is clown, man. Sad clown. Sad clown. Yeah. I don't know why they removed it, but I remember the creepy. But anyway, we don't got to get into that. Halloween. Woo. <laughs> creepy clown. clown. Legend has it that when that clown started giving red balloons out to children. Oh, jeez. Cross platform, <laughs> cross IPs. That Five Nights at It's a Small if they World. Had a red balloon. <laughs> What'd you say, Andrew? Five said, Nights at It's a Small World. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I guess we're filming a, a movie now. <laughs> All right, Hazen, that's back to you. We got a second round, starting off with Hazen. Back to me. All right, back to you. Um, I am going to mangle most of what I'm going to say in my next question. But, All right, uh, I'm going to try to make this one easy. But is the dragon under Le Chateau de la Belle Abu Dormant, a.k.a. Sleeping Beauty Castle, at Disneyland mm-hmm. Paris, Maleficent? Now, that's the question. Is it Maleficent? Yes. Is it oh. Maleficent? I'm pretty sure the answer is no. It's just like a dragon. Yeah. Um, and it's like a different storyline, isn't it? Like with that dragon? Yeah. Like, there's. I was looking up that specific dragon for a Quizneyland episode and I just never ended up using making a question op- after it. Now I can't think of specifically what the See, dragon is. It but I could say throws I could say me off because now. isn't that the castle that has the um the glass windows to be Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty? Yeah, it is because mm-hmm. it's Sleeping Beauty Castle. That's just Le de Monto blah 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 is Sleeping Beauty Castle in French. <laughs> that's no how you it's, say it. Yeah. That's how you <laughs> That's how we compound it. It's like, yeah, that that's French sleeping in the Sleeping Beauty in French, Sleeping Beauty Castle in French. So like it seems like it should be Maleficent, but I feel like it's not. It doesn't really look like Maleficent. Um and it kind of reminds me of the um like almost like the I I feel like I'm getting these things mixed up because in I think it was Tokyo or Hong Kong, one of the parks, they had like this like horror tour thing where like the Horned King was like an animatronic Horned King um, thing. Bring it back. <laughs> um, and is, you know, kind of a scary attraction. And so I, this, I feel like this was something that was a little more, I don't know, trying to be more adult. I don't know. So I, I, I feel like it, the answer is no. But what do you guys feel? Um, I'm all no. I feel I the like same that. way. All right. That's one of the one reasons I want to go to Paris is to see that dragon. Yeah. All right. Our answer is no, it is not Maleficent. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. Yay. No, it is not Maleficent. So uh, it is one of the attractions that I wish we had here in, mm-hmm. in Anaheim so that I could visit it. But yes, it does uh, make you want to go to Paris specifically to see that animatronic. Uh, so the dragon under the castle at Disneyland Paris is not Maleficent, but it's actually the it, it doesn't officially have a name or like a full blown official story. But the story that is commonly told is that the dragon is a is a he it is a masculine mm-hmm. dragon and it is a friend of Merlin's that Merlin actually took the dragon egg and, you know, uh, cared for it and it eventually hatched and it became this like dragon. Right. That's kind Mm -hmm. of the story that's told. 
Um, and it is it is the only castle all around the world in any Disney park that has a dragon, or uh, I was gonna say in the dragon's lair, or as they call it there, La Ten You Do Drago. Right? That sounds delicious. Oh, you got it right. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, try the great stuff along with it. It, it is delicious. Yeah. Uh, it is a seventy nine foot dragon. It weighs fifty five hundred pounds, and it is the largest audio animatronic at Disneyland Paris. Uh, so the animatronic itself was originally not even going to be an animatronic. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be just a big stone dragon that was, you know, on display. Mm-hmm. But it was former Imagineer Terry Harding who designed this entire walkthrough, who went to her supervisor and said, "Nah, we got to make this an audio animatronic. Like, how awesome would it be to have a full blown dragon sleeping that occasionally wakes up, raises a ruckus, scares little kids, and then you know goes back <laughs> to sleep?" Right? Yeah. And so they did it. And Tony Baxter has gone on to describe the dragon as a mixture of, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, or it's a Ray Harryhausen film, Uh, or if you've seen Taro the Dragon Boy, it's also uh, uh, like an anime, it's kind of a mixture of Taro and the dragon from The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. But yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the attractions around the world that I wish we had here same it's yeah it's it's so cool look if you've not seen this uh look up a picture just look up disneyland paris dragon i'm sure it will come up Mm. it's you know on youtube or something right okay yeah yep you're turning in (laughs) um we're gonna take it back to disneyland i'm sorry that it was kind of hard finding three questions But, it's um, complete. I, we all like Disneyland, so we love you know it. That what? is true. <laughs> that is true. We do. That is truth. Okay. So we're back at Disneyland, and I'm fascinated with like little, little, little details. Mm-hmm. So my question is: You're in New Orleans Square. What establishment is at 19 Royal Street? Mm, 19. So we know where oh, is Club that the Crystal. Well, the, so the we Crystal something something. So I'm trying to think. So if we, I'm gonna draw a little street. So Royal Street. Oh, that's good. is the U shaped street that goes around the back. Um, right, because Club 33 is 33 Royal Street, right? 33 Royal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is Blue Bayou? Is that 35 Royal Street, or is that 30 Royal Street? It's on the other side, yeah. I think it increments on that side, right? I think it it starts low. Wait, yeah, it increments because 21 Royal is the end of it, so it's going up on that side. 21 Royal is the pirate store? No, no, 21 Royal is the restaurant right above. It's the Disney. Oh, the, oh that's right, yeah, okay. Yeah, so so 21 Royal is, <clears throat> so that means all the odds are on that side. We're looking for 19. Wait, That's... so then... <clears throat> if it starts at 21 on that side, 19... Would be before would that. Would be before, which would make it... Unless they hopped over, so it would be Tiana's? If they hopped across? Do you want or... a hint? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. why not? Let's take a hint. <laughs> 
you would see this on the floor. I have a little theme going on. <laughs> yeah, floor floor themed. Yeah. Down more. You'd see it on the floor. Seriously. Like you see the address on the floor? Yep. Really? It's the sewer. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sewer. Um, the, the restrooms? It's the rivers of America. <laughs> no, it's like the only thing I think of is of 21 Royal is up at the top. What about the is it the like the the uh, what do you call it the the chowder place the below the yeah, oh, the yeah. That's uh place. what is that the uh, oh I don't even can't even think of the there, name of that restaurant it's oh, Cafe Orleans and then there's yeah nineteen Royal Street I mean is it the so. The only thing I think of is it's either that gumbo place or it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. I know. Unless They're they do gumbo. some like weird old wraparound thing where like Establishment. It, to to steal a, a Doctor Who term, it gets all timey wimey as you're walking through there <laughs> and it's like the mint julep bar. Oh wow. <laughs> like they like jumped it all the way like around the, the other. Yeah, they just yeah. don't care. Oh, the back side. Like, that little corner. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a pain. I'm gonna go with pirates. I don't know what do you guys want to go with. You want to do? I'm okay with pirates. I'll, like I'll go I'm, with pirates. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Melissa, we're gonna lock in Pirates of the Caribbean. You were close. Oh no! It's where Baton Rouge is. Oh. And on the floor, there's down? a 19. Oh, I didn't never look down right there. Now I want. <laughs> yeah. Bat. So it actually skips. Or interesting. Oh, I am mad. I'm not mad and real mad. I'm like, I go to that store all the time, but I just like beeline in. Yeah. I do too. And then so I had to, it was like a a scavenger hut that we had to do. And I just remember it's on the floor. Oh, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> right now it might be oh. hard for me to see it. What part is it at? Well, so, like so is when this? You, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Not the main door. It's the center. Oh, dang. See, and because right now they're right queuing there. people to go take pictures with Jack and Sally for Halloween. Yeah. And that queue is so full all the time. Wasn't... I'd have to go like. So not Labat on Rouge wasn't then. The second... is... so it's the se... But wasn't the second door like another shop before, before they expanded oh, Labat and Rouge? Because the like Labat and Rouge is technically next to Club 33. It's which 35. Which would make it 35. No. No, it's remember they changed everything out. Because where Labatt where all the nightmare and... stuff is. So okay, so the basically oh, the, the spot the corner store, basically the the yeah. spot between the haunted mansion store and the pirate store. Yep. Um, oh that, man, yeah. that's a tricky yeah. one. That's a that's where they one. do the photos at for oh, Jack okay. and Okay, I thought Sally. it was a lame question. Okay, all right. You yeah, see how much we're all, yeah we're all like up in arms trying to figure this out. We're like what is oh, this? This is. <laughs> Okay, so if I'm situating myself correctly, it's it's the little. It looks like a. I I I don't think it's a veranda, but it's like a little walking area, like a tiny court of angels behind Red the pirate, right? The yeah, he's there. The uh, the, the guy who gives the you the thing yeah, the where floor? you get like the fortune and stuff. No, no, no. The the actual location. I'm trying to like think of New. I'm like walking through New Orleans Square in my head. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of like with where would be 19 because that would make sense so, if that's the the actual place called 19 because up the stairs is 21 Royal. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. there's two entries to get into Le Baton Rouge. There's two. Yeah. There's one in the front right closest to where you would get the Hold on Royal Street Brand. I'm, and then there's a I'm second digging. door. There is I'm opening yeah. the Disneyland it's, app. Goes it's, right <laughs> it's in between there. the pirate store and the, the mansion store, basically, like Andrew said. Oh, no. There's it's like, like that little... one, two, and then, then you could go to a separate area where you could go and actually get your meet the yeah, pirate. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's right. the same. Yeah. Where the, in that area is where I got the gold medallions when we were doing the medallions for yeah. the, the first Disney 100 set. There's mm-hmm. like a little staircase in there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah it's like a tiny court of angels. <laughs> take a picture. Yeah, exactly. a, I'm gonna tell people to move out of the way. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> get out of the way. If you're gonna go take a picture of Dragon's out, I need to take a picture of this right now and tag Pocketeers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going down. I'm calling it the court of bats. Court of bats. No, la court of bats. Sounds like the quarterback. That's a good one, Mel. That was good. All right, who, that, that brings it to Larry. Okay, I, can't, I don't know how to follow that up, Melissa. You're all like, oh, these are easy. Well, <laughs> the, uh, the one keeping with Disneyland theme and Andrew, like I was talking about, whenever I think of Andrew, it's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> if you guys don't know it's Roger Rabbit, then I don't know what you've been listening to. So these are my next question is Roger Rabbit themed. Now, we'll see how this goes because – for me, I mean, everybody's the same. Like, I don't know how many times you ride Roger Rabbit, but for me, it's more of like a, um, I know certain things, but I want to make sure, I want to see how good Andrew, I'm oh, going no. to kill it. Oh, no so pressure. This is, when you ride on Roger Rabbit, Lenny the cab is the cab you're riding, the vehicle, right? Another mm-hmm. ride vehicle question. Who is Lenny's cousin? This should be pretty good, I mean. Well, I mean, if, if I'm, it's... I'm on Andrew for this one. Oh, well, I mean, I so... Zero clue. So, Benny the Cab owns, is like, you know, Benny the Cab from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, I would assume that that's who we're talking about, because Lenny... So, the the weird story, I don't want to, like, stop on Larry's toes if this is the story he's going to tell, but the way Lenny the Cab got its name was basically they, they were like, okay, we're going to make these ride vehicles... And uh, here's the concept art for it. And the license plate said Lenny, but they were supposed to all be like Lenny, Jenny, you know, Penny, all these like other names, like to kind of that rhyme with Benny and then, you know, other silly ones or whatever. But when they sent them off to be manufactured, they all came back and every single one of them said Lenny. <laughs> so um, oh. that that's that's how why all of them are Lenny. They're supposed to be all different now. I mean, the the only thing I could think of is Benny the Cab from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, who was originally supposed to also be an animatronic in the attraction. Um, but I mean, does anybody else have any other, like, who? What other like vehicles are there that would be like the cousin of Lenny the Cab? I don't know. Uh, I think Luigi, you, you did good. <laughs> Luigi, pit stop. Pit. Oh. Well, it's not Luigi that says pit stop. But that's it's Guido. Guido. That's Guido. Yeah. But yeah, I like Luigi's Guido more. Yeah, than, yeah I like Guido. Name, so. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with Guido. Um, Guido the cab. Guido the cab. Um, I'm just trying to think of like any other like vehicles, um, or if this is like I want to get a hint from you, Larry. If, if uh, you got a hint that you can give give to us, uh, or do you think we need a hint? I don't think you need a hint because the hint I was gonna say is he's out of a movie. 
Okay. So I, I feel think... like I feel like you're kind of I feel like you're dead on with the with Benny with Benny the cab. I've just because like I feel... feel like yeah. I, I it's so close. I, yeah, I'm not like a Who Frame Roger Rabbit connoisseur like you mm-hmm. are, but it I feel like it's the most obvious answer. Yeah, if we go that, with I just wanted to like. I just wanted to like talk it out and make sure like there isn't like just another blaring obvious like like unless it is Guido then that's awesome. It's Guido. I think I'm willing to risk Benny the Cab. How do you guys feel about that? I'm good with that. That in. All right, we're locking in Benny the Cab. Benny the Cab from the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit is Lenny's cousin. So there you go. And you, Ah. Andrew, that trivia is not seven. That is way more detailed than I. That was pretty. That's what I was saying. I'm not a Roger Rabbit big time fan, but I was like, I riding the ride knew thing like that. Lenny is. Yeah, so so that's like yeah. You were supposed to like you hear Benny the Cab like the the like um like the safety spiel or whatever. He's like, yeah. And whatever, yeah, do the thing. Just stick out your thumb. That would, you know, so nice. very cool. Okay. I'm glad we didn't go with Guido. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think we could have gone wrong with Guido. He could, you know, he's like a, you know, it's like he the, could be a the distant cousin. L- Luigi's flying tires are all the cousins from Carsley. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, you know, more cousins. Just, they're just like, you know, eighth cousins, four times removed, or something. You know, you we could know. come up with a whole backstory or something. Like he left Italy to like start his own life in New York and ended up yeah. somehow in Toontown. <laughs> and but you know, something happened on this trip there, and so he was dismantled and sold for parts. And the wow. essence of Benny, you know, lived on. Or sorry, the essence of Guido lived on when they rebuilt him into a cab at. You know, for cartoon spin, maybe Christine we need to like connect. Movies. Yeah, maybe we need to connect all the Disney car <laughs> characters. So there's like, like Susie the little blue coop and and all of the oh Herbie, Her- yeah Herbie, any yeah. Disney car characters <laughs> and a Carsaverse. You may have ridden Cars-a-verse. on Roger Rabbit's cartoon <laughs> spin and wondered about the taxi cabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, they're, you didn't know they have cousins? Did you know that? <laughs> uh, all right. I guess that brings it back to me. Um, so here's a little uh, Walt-related question for you. What was Walt Disney's office number at the Disney Studios? 33. I don't know why I want to say one. I must say 28. That's just because that probably meant nothing, but I don't know. I'm going to go with 28. Uh, 13, 13, Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> but we have to lock in. Sounds... I'll give you... 28 and 33 sounds... I'll give you uh, a small hint that it has a number and a letter in it. A1113 oh. or whatever. <laughs> A13? <laughs> yes. Mm. Or A one thirteen, yeah. Yes, A one thirteen. I got too excited. Okay. I like that. I don't know about I, you, Hazen. What do you think? I I mean, I would. I mean, A one thirteen. I think is actually an homage to the Cal Arts Room, where a lot yeah. of the animators that graduated and went on to work for Pixar and Tim Burton and all those guys. So A one thirteen is actually an homage to them. So I don't think that's what it would be. Too far, but. Okay. 
Um, D23. Where does that come from? All right, that's just me guessing. Where does that come from, D23? D23. Is the company I believe. Date? It's the 19. It's 1923. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think it's D23 either. He said following, maybe 23D. I think. Did he say following? Was that. The I hint? just there, but it's included. There's a number it's and a letter. Okay. I can tell you that know. the number is first. It's a number and then a letter. 23D, I'd flip it. Maybe that. I don't know. <laughs> 28 Um. I know he loves Mickey. That's for sure. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> He's laughing. Oh, I, no, this He's... is just uh, of of all of them. I thought Hazen might one be, W like, kept, like pull this out of his out of his you know recesses. recesses I don't I don't think I've ever learned this. This is I'm I'm intrigued by this. I don't think I've ever learned his office number. Okay. You said one W, and that that sounds to me that or one sounds... D. Mm. Like one Disney. One D, not to be confused with the Dudley's three D right. tables. I'm gonna lock in on something with a D in it instead of a W. I like something. one, like that was his number, and I don't know. Is it a single digit? Can you give it's us a, that hint? I can tell you, it's a single digit and a single letter. Ah, well, now I'll go and, with one and, D. and the I'll other go with one D. Okay. You guys lock it in. You tell me. 1D. Let's go. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's not right. <laughs> but, uh, so, I like how uh, he sold it. The, the office is located on the third floor, uh, H-Wing. His office number is 3H. Um, it's actually a suite of offices, oh, but they're all under the 3H. It's, and it's just that's just how the building is. He's like, I want this office. And it was on the third floor of the H building, which is the old animation building at the studios. Um, And so um, that was, you know, from 1940 till he passed um, his office. And that's where like the where he had his inner, you know, the the working office and the, you know, the more uh, the presentational office where he had meetings and stuff like that. This is where the famous piano is. The Sherman brothers would play. Um, and you know, other, you know, uh, Michael Eisner was in there for a while. Um, but Eisner and Wells both had offices in three H. Um, and then after in 2015, that's when they renovated the offices and put them back to what they looked like when Walt was there. And so if you get, if you can tour the Disney studios, you can tour uh three H Walt's office. Wow, offices. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we. So learned. you write stuff down to to learn stuff. I build mnemonic devices. Uh-huh. So in my head, I just built this like like link from like Triple H being the game and the game <laughs> being Walt Disney in the animation world. Yeah. So Walt is the game. He is three H. 
He's Triple H of the. If enemy. I would have thought about, picture... uh, if I would have thought about the wrestler Triple H, I would have tried to use that as a hint. But I'm not a wrestling person. So. I just picture <laughs> Walt getting a cup of coffee in the morning and just blowing it out like Triple H. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rolly, I got something to show you. <laughs> Do something with that. <laughs> I don't know why I pulled Rolly out. I just he was the first one I thought of. So we were talking yeah. about him earlier. That's we were just like... talking about him. Yeah. All right, let's uh end around two, round three. Back to Hazen. Let's see. Let's so what. Good. What are you gonna trick us with this time? I have nothing to trick you with. Okay. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite trivia questions uh, that I learned some time ago because it was a field that I originally wanted to go to, or go into rather, uh, when I grew up. Uh, and I still haven't gotten there, so. I'm not grown up yet, so eventually I'm, I'm, I hope to be a part of this field. But uh, what is the most expensive animated film Disney has ever produced? Oh, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, so I will let you guys uh, talk for a little bit, see if you, if you know it. My first thought is Snow White because of all the hardships and what he had to sell and all that stuff. Um. Is this adjusted for inflation, Hazen? It's not adjusted oh. for inflation. Not adjusted for inflation, so it can't be Snow White then. Okay. Nice. Oh, Thanks for the hint, though. That's that's yeah. that. <laughs> that's that's the only that that's why I asked that question. <laughs> He's in most it's a great guess, car- though, Mel. Cartoon. Yeah. The yeah. Animated film. Animated film Disney has ever produced. So, you so it's going to be something more in the modern day yeah, because of something. just how dollars are uh, working. And if I if I know the question, if I if the movie I'm thinking of is correct, they like basically the reason it costs so much is like they did like a thing and then they had to like redo a bunch of stuff. And so it costs like a lot of money to do oh. it. Um, bunch of redos. There, okay. there's something along those lines. Uh, is is the reason why it was redone. This uh, movie, if I'm thinking of it right, also had a big name, like had a name change. It was announced with one oh. name, and then they uh, changed the name to uh, appeal more to boys. If you remember that news story, well, that might just throw me off. Andrew's I'm on giving, the right track. I'm giving all the hints because I'm I mean, pretty he sure knows I know it, this. So he's, like, <laughs> he's giving the hints for it. Uh, I mean, I, it's it's animated. I did a qu- uh, this, no. It's a Disney <laughs> animation film. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, not right. it's it's also uh, Disney's fiftieth animated film. Tangled. Really? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say Tangled. So I'm pretty sure it's, it's Tangled. tangled. Oh, you can, yeah, Tangled. Okay, I'm in tangled. Okay. <laughs> Yay, Tangled. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't Dang, let you lock good. it in. But that's you're okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Tangled actually has Andrew actually alluded to it, and Andrew has this really complicated backstory to it, and mm-hmm. it actually might warrant like a deep dive on a Podcasters mm-hmm. episode. But here's the TLDR: so Disney mm-hmm. spent approximately two hundred and sixty million dollars to make Tangled, and um, part of the reason that it cost so much is because there were a ton of rewrites. The film was originally in the works all the way back in like 1996 when Glenn Keane came on as the animation supervisor. 
and it was pitched to Michael Eisner eventually in 2001. And then in 2002, he's like, let's do this. We're committing to this film. We're going to get it done. What's the film called? He's like, we're calling it Rapunzel Unbraided. And they're like, oh, Rapunzel Unbraided? Like, but the boys aren't going to like that. Like, you know, like this mindset that like they had to change the name. Like it's old school thinking, right? And so eventually they go back and uh, when they started rewriting Rapunzel Unbraided, the biggest issue that they had with it is that it had a very like Shrek feel to it. Like the vibe was very Shrek. It wasn't the tangled that we know today. So Glenn Keane spends the next three years rewriting the script. So it's less Shrek-y and it's like more like sincere and softer. And it, it became the story that we know today, basically. The other thing that made it ridiculously expensive is that not only were they doing like some 2d animation, but they were incorporating computer animated elements similar to how they did it with like beauty and the beast with the ballroom scene and stuff but they did it with rapunzel's hair and anyone that's ever animated anything will like (laughs) can vouch that like hair is so ridiculously challenging to animate which is why when sully came out and sully had all the strands of hair it was a huge deal that pixar was able Mm -hmm. to pull that off and give it such a fluid look so Rapunzel kind of like was, I don't want to call it the setup for that, but like it, they had this like challenging thing because they had 140,000 individual strands of hair on Rapunzel's head. So uh, in, in 2006, the film got reworked again when John Lasseter and Ed Catmull took charge of the studio. So then it underwent rewrites again. And then in 2008, Glenn Keane suffered a heart attack and he had to resign from the animation supervisor position, but he remained on as an executive producer. So then they had other people that he was working with go on to finish the film. So finally, uh, from like 1996, when it was originally planned, all the way through 2010 in November, when the film was finally released, that was part of the reason why it cost so much to produce that film. Insane. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just like, well, it's been in development for a billion years. It's going to cost a lot of money. All those costs get associated with that with that attraction. True. So that good point. Yeah. Good point. You, you can I can I throw out a bonus question or do do we have one more round for bonus questions? Cuz we it, can it do a bonus question. You can do it right now if you want. I'm totally cool with that. Cool. So, bonus question, what is the most expensive 2D animated film that Disney has produced? You guys have talked about this before. And th- this one, one that like in some, it's kind of a trick question if you ask me, but. Is it fully 2D? Oh. Debatable. But Debatable. according, to, according or is to the numbers, it's called the most expensive 2D film of all time. Is it fully animated, I should ask? Or for Disney. More the, yeah. The I question. would say who framed it's full, Roger It's Rabbit? fully animated, though. It's, it is oh, it's fully, fully animated. animated? It, yeah, so not, that was the questions. Not, so that knocks out yeah, Mary Poppins, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, da 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 Is it the one they had like the documentary of how like it all changed everything? What was that? That was the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's a good guess though. Um so this'll kind of uh take into consideration how much the film made as well. Oof. So usually Wait, they what? mark how successful a film is. How much it yeah. costs and how successful based on how much it makes back, right? But the most expensive 2D animated film that Disney ever created is? 
Hmm, good question. I mean, so we know in theory the the last two D films for the company were Princess and the Frog and Winnie the Pooh. Um, so have to go from their pre, you know, previous. Um, hmm, Little Mermaid two. <laughs> those I don't for El Dorado. <laughs> I don't even know if those were hand drawn. I think that was enough where they were like, ah, these direct to video. Michael Eisner is like, well, the thing is, too, with those, those were, uh, you know, uh, farmed out to other places. All the, That's the sequels. That's right. Um, right. or Disney Toon Studios and stuff like that. So this is Walt Disney Feature Animation, correct? Dang it. Mm-hmm. All right. Ah. Walt Disney Feature Animation, hand-drawn from 1937, we got Snow White, all the way to... Till... There's only 100 Years of Wonder that you have to There's only through. a... Right. You know, well, we only wow. have to go right. up yeah. till 2000 and what, 11? <laughs> or no, when was 2000 and... Whenever Princess and the Frog was, 2017? Fine, 16? 91 uh, Years of Wonder. Uh, yeah, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> The most expensive 2D film. Are we like, am I like overthinking this and it should be obvious or <laughs> that's what I'm trying I don't know. It's definitely a film that we've talked about in the past and how we feel it's underrated, but uh, I don't think it's a film that necessarily would come to people's minds immediately because the fan base is so niche. I'm All right. So go ahead. Let's I'll see. throw in Great Mouse Detective. I was I was gonna say Atlantis. Yeah, and that was another based, oh, based on what Hazen just said. Is Atlantis? He said um, yes. Very yeah. niche. Uh, yeah, niche. I'm gonna go Atlantis. Uh, fan base. Uh, I like Great Mouse Detective too. But what do you think, Melissa? I'll tell I'll tell you what. Be- okay. I'll give you one more hint before you. Look okay. Okay. So it's not. Dang it's it. so it's not. It's uh, not Atlantis. either. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. A, it has a. 3D spiritual successor, at least in the minds of many people. Spiritual successor. You threw me off with spiritual. I'm like, well, so that just means basically it's in the same vein of. Yeah. And is this 3D film also done by Walt Disney Feature Animation? Yes. Okay. What was um, the year, Andrew? Again, we don't have. We this. didn't give us the year. No. What was the year that they stopped doing? Wait. Did we say it's uh, a, a full feature film, or yeah. is it a short? It's a full feature film. But it better be to be the most expensive one. <laughs> <laughs> a spiritual successor that was done in 3D. So, like, what's something that's by Walt Disney Feature Animation that kind of has throwbacky things to like a bygone era? Um, so that, you know, that goes, that takes us from Tangled on forward. So Tangled and Frozen and, uh, what happened? Frozen 2, um, uh, what other? Zootopia, uh, Big Hero 6. These are all Walt Disney feature animation 3D films. Um, I'm lost now. All right, I'm I'm gonna just like pull like a weird random one and say like Robin Hood. You were actually a lot closer with Atlantis. I was was in the span of those films. The film is actually Treasure Planet. Ah, Treasure Planet is the most expensive 2D animated film, and it costs 140 million dollars to make. Sadly, it. (sighs) 
failed and only grossed about 110 million. But you know, it's a gotcha. very niche film, in my opinion. And the spiritual successor is Strange World, which uh, when it was I first see. released, That's a true. lot of people tend to say, "Wow, this really reminds me of Treasure Planet," which was definitely That's one what? of the feelings I got when I watched it. Jim Hawkins and that was good. That's good. Yeah. Ben Deepwater. Like, that one. That's right. That's with Ben, right? Ben. Yeah. The robot. Martin Short. Yes. The robot. I All right. So. Ben the robot. Um. Very cool. No, I like bonus questions. That's fun. Um. Was. All right, Melissa. That's you. Me. Okay. Um. We're gonna do another pretend we're in Disneyland again because I thought it was <laughs> fun. Um, yes. cool. So you're not actually at Di- in Disneyland yet. You've okay. just scanned your pass, and you're passing the s- turnstiles. So as you're doing that, you're walking under a tunnel. How many letters are on that famous plaque that's on the tunnel? <laughs> oh, how fast can I count all, right. all the words? Let me see. Uh, <laughs> today... <laughs> We're literally gonna break it down. Today you enter. Uh, what is it? A world of fantasy. What is it? Something and something. What are the other words? I wrote something. Here, That's not. I should have wrote a place. Today, <laughs> Something's not in it. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Oh, yeah. You leave today and There's enter the a, world yeah. of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. So okay. four, Here four, you. three, seven, and five, enter one million tomorrow. <laughs> one hundred years of one. Yesterday. I keep there's just so you know, my neighbors are playing music and it's very distracting. I know that that's probably not the answer you want to hear, but my neighbors are distracting me. I hate them. Um, so let me see. Are we talking about letters, punctuation, and everything, or is it just the letters themselves? Just the letters. Yeah, just, just the, the letters. letters. All right, I think so it's sixty. Here, it's sixty here. something. I have to do it again. How many letters does tomorrow have? T O M O R T O M O R R O W T M I seventy five. So what is it? Here you leave. What the wor- the here you it's, leave? It's what? here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Oh, that's the plaque you're talking there. about, right? Right, right. As you mm-hmm. enter, okay. Here you leave today. I'm, I'm going with seventy-five. Enter a world. Okay, hold wow, on. Wow, perfect count. And here you leave today. And oh, here there's an extra word there. Enter e n t e r. That's another five. The or a world. The world or <laughs> a the world. world. The, the world. three w o r l d. That's oh, a lot of five-letter words here. I hope it's the world. A o world. Oh man, now I'm doubting myself. Here you, here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Disneyland is your land. Yeah, it's the. Okay. Three. 
A-N-D-E-R-D-A-Y, nine. Okay, now I gotta add all these up. <laughs> I'm double checking Hazen's math. Because I have a pen. <laughs> Power. Four plus three. I was using fingers. Plus five plus five plus three. Plus five plus three. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get a calculator on my phone. Five. All right, say them. What are they? Uh, four nope. plus four. Three plus uh-huh. five plus five plus three plus five plus three plus five plus two plus seven plus eight plus three plus nine. Uh-huh. Damn, my math was wrong. I got 62 out of that. I also got 62. That's here you leave today and enter the world of fantasy or of tom. Was it today? Oh, wait. Yesterday. Sorry. I wrote them out of order. <laughs> Enter the world of <laughs> yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with Andrew 62. 62. Yoke okay, 62, Larry. I, 62. Apparently, counting with my fingers was the wrong approach, and writing down <laughs> the numbers of each word was the correct approach. Thank you for having a pad and pen available. I'm going 62. <laughs> Six, 62. I hope we did it right. You are correct. It is hey! 62. <laughs> I like <laughs> counting. We did it. That's a good plaque, by the way. Oh, yeah. It is. 62. Great keychain that uh, I have uh, somewhere. I don't know where it's at. You don't know where it's at? Yeah, I have a keychain of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that I bought. Chain. That's one of my favorite. I just don't know where they it's have, at. They have. So the Walt Disney World one. Um, oh, that's way more letters. Is. I because that one's round. Um, Actually, they're the same. They're the same words, they're but they're it's round. Oh. Yeah, interesting. It's just we. I like the square one with like that's, the notch corners out. That's why it, I it looks PJ. really nice. The Disney World one is is it's really nice. Ornate. Here you mm-hmm. leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Woohoo! We did it. Okay. And you got any other? You got fun facts about that, Melissa? Or that's it. No, that was it. I thought it was just interesting because, I mean, it was it's one way to stump people if you just want to. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> just a, throw you it know, out. That's a good on. thing too because I never like think of things just like how many of this are there or like yeah. what I always the questions I always think of like what date did this thing come out? I'm like that's really hard like to get like July fifteenth, nineteen sixty one or whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's uh okay, Larry. Let's let's hear your last one. So, sticking with the theme, I'm thinking of Andrew at the park. <laughs> thinking of Andrew at the I'm park. thinking of Roger Rabbit by far, obviously, right? Again. So, I wanted to get now, like Andrew does Quizneyland. If you guys haven't listened before, he kind of goes like in this uh, tier of like first questions might be easy, second question a little bit challenging, third should challenge mm-hmm. the Disney fans. So, this is a challenge question, I feel like. I don't know. All right. For me, I would. Probably not get this without looking it up. So when you go into Roger Rabbit, the right area, you know, one of the trickiest but most coolest cues, if you ask me, <laughs> Disney and Ma- Imagineers did. Because you see it from outside and you're like, there's the ride. And then shoo, straight to the right if it's a full day and you're going for the longest cue ever. But mm-hmm. maybe one of the most detailed fun cues I appreciate every time going through. It's because you feel like you're going into the movie. You really do. And that's awesome, right? But the entryway on the wall, you see um, license plates 
in the queue area's garage. And they all symbolize Disney characters, places, or terms. Now, you guys could either pick one each or identify one that you all want to come on. But at least give me, I mean, at least three that are on that wall that they symbolize. Now, bonus part of this question would be actually knowing what they are, like they're rep- they say. Not what they're representing, but like the physical thing says on that license gotcha. plate in the garage. So, yeah, so most of them are there. I'll oh, go I, ahead. I can Hazel. answer this. I mean, yeah, you, because could, most, you could say, but I, I can answer this. I was just going to say, most of them are, it's it's like United States license plate where there's seven seven characters or less. So they all have to be, uh, uh, they're kind of, you know, chopped up. So what do you got, Hazen? Because I, well, I know a right. good yeah. chunk so of them. So. They're basically alphanumeric representations yeah. of the names because they're trying to keep to the, the schema of, what a license plate would actually look like. So, mm-hmm. for instance, one of the ones that they have is Toontown, but it's the number 2N town. The mm-hmm. another one is uh um Wonderland, but instead of O N E, it's like the number 1. So it's like Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh Mr. Toad, I think has one up there. And uh I don't remember. Those are the three that stick out, like in my head. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like a three little pigs, um, one, um, or big bad wolf. I'm pretty sure there's one or the two of those. Oh, big um, bad wolf sounds on there. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's big bad wolf. Um. Come on, brain. Because there's like a good like what there's at a, least eight I, to ten of those. Isn't there? Isn't there one that goes? Um. It's the sh- it's the one that's hanging. There's one that's hanging that that's that's for the. Ah, cheese and crackers. It's it's the one for. For the white rabbit, um. Oh, it says like uh, it's like uh, I'm late or whatever. I'm late. Yes, that's it. I'm L eight. Yes. Um, I don't know, Larry. Is those are those enough, Melissa? Do you have any you wanna? I cannot remember that board, <laughs> like that wall. I I could see them, but I do not remember anything. So I'm like, you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm co-signing whatever you guys say. All right, so we got I'm late, Wonderland. Uh, what was the uh Toontown? Um, Mr. there's Toad. three at least, Mister Toad. What do we got, Larry? Those are all right. Those nice. are all right. There's twelve in total. Twelve that are inspired. So yeah, and you guys got the plates. Some of the acronyms being the two N town. Mr. Toad, I'm a late. Those are so some of the others are Wendy and Peter Pan. One of my oh. favorites, Zippy Do Da Day. So that's Zip Z P D Two D Da. If you can say that. And then another oh, one nice. is the Aristocrats. And then oh. Fantasy, Little Mermaid, and Captain Hook. I think those are the only ones you guys didn't get. So yeah. Nice. I only, oh, yeah, I so only there is a three little that pigs. section. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a three little yeah. pigs. Yeah. So I only remember that section because 
several months ago, we started talking about Roger Rabbit. And there was something on Pocketeers that we were talking about Roger Rabbit related. Or maybe it was like during our talks, like before or after the podcast. And I remember searching for the attraction. And I remember somebody swiping by and, and I like saw the license plates. That's why those stick out on the wall. It was like that specific section mm-hmm. that I remember. Yeah, it's it's one of the ones I, I always it catches my view when I walk in, obviously, like I said, yeah. for me, like you just heard. And then when I get to the last part, I'm trying so much to, like, catch them where they're at. But, yeah, the zippity doodah day is my favorite one. Honestly, I would wouldn't mind my license plate saying zippity doodah day because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone would know zippity doodah day. Yeah. Toontown, BB Wolf, Mr. Toad, Wonderland, 1D, first Wendy and Peter. I'm late. Captain Hook. Uh, one oh L Mermaid with an eight. One oh one Dalmatian. Fantasy. R S two cat. Zippity doodah. Three little pigs. Mm. And Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> that one's not on the wall, but he's got he's but, on the car. He's and, on Guido. and Guido. <laughs> and Guido. And Guido. Pete all right. Well, I guess that's that brings one, to, to that's a good. I mm-hmm. you know what? I love all the Disneyland questions. Um, here's another you know kind of in the vein animated film ish question. Uh, tough one. What was the first Disney film to use the Pixar image computer? Actual film or short film? Film. Short, I know. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a, it might not even be Disney. Related, right? No, it's the first Disney film. What was the first Disney oh, okay. feature animated film? I'll I'll put all that in there to use the Pixar image computer. Can I? I'm. You know what I'm wondering? Aladdin, Mm-mm. because of the Cave of Wonders. The Cave of Wonders. I was thinking. Oh, that's a good scene guess. when they are on the magic carpet, going through not just the yeah. Cave of Wonders, like when he's just using the magic carpet. I was trying to I think wanna... before Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, same. That's where I'm at too. It was, oh, man. I've 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 read this before somewhere. I want to say it's like Pocahontas. Really? Um, oh. Okay. What her running to the trees? I can't think of what it would be. <laughs> I'm trying. Like I'm trying to. Man, I don't know, dude. I'm like I'm struggling <laughs> with this one. I want to say that it's Pocahontas. Um, I'll give you guys some some hints to hopefully lead you in that's in the in the, that I'll you know explain that more later. Was Beauty and the Beast um, in the in the uh, ballroom scene, but oh, the ballroom scene. So the, so the Pixar image computer. So this is basically when this is before um, Pixar made uh, their own films. Basically, they're trying to. Um, they're like, well, we don't have the computing power yet to make a fully animated computer animated film, so we're gonna just develop software and and hardware for other people to use. And so they used a process called CAPS. Um, I'll explain that later. But basically, that uh, the w- way the software is used is to digitally paint hand drawn cells. Um, so that's <laughs> kind of trying to give you. Uh, a little bit of stuff there um, to, you know. So you're you're right in thinking pre-Toy Story, Melissa, because this is 
This is uh, before they they were able to make their own because the computing power wasn't there yet. So the only thing I'm thinking, it's not Pocahontas. It's not yeah, Aladdin. That would, so that maybe would be Lion King? to the end then. Yeah. Well, there's the whole scene in Lion King with the... I would think they needed that for the... the I always say it, the stampede, right? Maybe? That and Rafiki when he's like running through the the um mm. through the trees, I believe. Okay. And Simba's going after him. If if timeline wise, it would have had to Oh crap. Damn if it's Pocahontas, no, I'm with you on it. It's not before. no Pocahontas Pocahontas would have actually been the end of it. Because yeah. Pocahontas okay. was ninety five. Okay. Pocahontas was ninety five. Little Mermaid? No. Wow. Maybe. Okay. All right. For the water effects? Was it Little Mermaid? I just can't think of anything. Like I'm thinking about when Pixar developed in. it. If, in the eighties? If it was in it, it was like in eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay. When they when they developed and it, it was actually used originally, I think for Epcot for like Spaceship Earth or something like that, and then I'm gonna go okay, Little Mer- I'm gonna go with Little Mermaid. That's gonna be my final answer. I'll lock it in. I'm shocked if that's it. Yeah, Are you locking in little? You locking in Little Mermaid? Sure. All right, so you're close on the date. It is the rescuers down under. Oh, dang it. Okay, okay. So okay. The, I forgot the that film existed. The film <laughs> right before L- Little Mermaid. I was thinking um, of watching that just in the background, not even like two days ago. I was like, I've been seeing merch they, pop up for the parks. What did they use caps on for that movie on? So it's all d- the, so uh, rescuers down under. So I'll read, I pulled the thing from Wikipedia just so I can, because I knew it was going to be like a whole big thing. So rescuers down under is notable for, uh, Disney has its first traditional animated film using only the new computerized CAPS process, computer animation production system, as a computer-based production system used for digital ink and paint and compositing, allowing for a more efficient and sophisticated post-production of Disney animated films and making the traditional pieces of hand-painting cells obsolete. The animator's drawings and background paintings were scanned to the computer, uh, where the animation drawings were inked and painted by digital artists. The drawings were later composited with scanned backgrounds and software, to allow for digital light camera positioning, camera movement, multiplane effects, and other camera techniques. Those digital ref- uh, files would then be recorded onto film stock. Uh, the film also used CGI elements throughout, um, but these were not the Pixar image computer, such as the Field of Flowers and the opening sequence, McLeach's truck, and perspective shots of Wilbur flying above the Sydney Opera House in New York City. Um, the Rescuers Down Under was the first animated film which the entire film elements were assembled and completed with digital environments as well as the first fully digital feature film for which it holds a Guinness record. Um, however, wow. its mar- marketing did not uh, call t- uh, uh, to any of the digital stuff. So it's technically the first movie that was completely, like, went from a computer onto film, Rescuers Down Under. So, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's all just yeah. digitally painted, and that's what the, the Pixar image computer, like, first was doing. They're just making all this software to get by before um they could make their own film because there's also a whole backstory with like uh pixar was like a division of lucasfilm 
and then they were like getting bought and all this stuff and they were worried about uh take it over, different right? stuff so they kind of they pulled Pixar out as a separate company and then getting investments from Steve Jobs and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they had mm-hmm. to like make money until they could do the thing that they were setting out to do was, which was to make a fully animated feature film. Um, Man. So yeah, it's, it's a bananas thing. When I read that, uh, I don't even remember how I got onto that question, but that rabbit hole, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think I was just looking at Pixar or something at, at some point and, wow. and found that. So that's a good one. Uh, I like that. One. Yeah, that's a good one. It's uh, it's, Listen, I'll, I'll ask. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mm-hmm. I know that there's fans of that film out there, but I completely forgot that film existed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I love that movie. That's one of my when I see the merch now, I'm like, I need to watch it again because I was hooked on that movie as a kid. I rewatched that as much as I rewatched Aladdin. Almost, almost. Wow. I don't know. That's cool. I don't know. Just Got old. About uh, um, what is it? Is, is it Jaja Gabor and uh, um, oh, oh, who's the one that voices Bernard? It's uh, uh, oh, what's his Bernard name? Bernard the no, Elf. Only... No, Bernard, Bernard and Bianca from Bianca. Yeah. Uh, well, that's he's the, whole... the Professor Proton from. Yes, yeah. he is. From, that's all uh, I know, man. Big Big Fury. I can't think. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, and John uh, Candy's in it. As plays as Wilbur. He's Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's just so much for me. And the Australian. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's where it sticks at me. Yeah. Why oh, can't man. Why can't I think of this? I was watching. He has. He's like you know, big comedy guy. Uh, Bob Newhart. <laughs> Bob Newhart. Oh. Yes, thank you. It's like the a comedy legend had multiple television shows. Bob Newhart. So yes. Uh, but yeah. So. Anybody have any extra questions that they had? Oh, I know, Hazen, you already had your other one. Melissa said she already had only had three. So I only had enough brain power for three. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, I guess that's a good place to end it. Uh, thanks, you guys, for joining me here for Quizneyland's two-year celebration extravaganza, whatever we're going to call it, Megasode. You know, we're about an hour into this. It's, you know, like, Oh, well, a little bit longer than that. Um, so, uh, you know, oh, like 10 times longer than these episodes normally are. So it's pretty massive for, for people tuning in. But uh, thanks for joining. Um, I guess listen to uh, Podcateers. You should already be listening to Podcateers if you know this. Don't forget to uh, follow Larry's YouTube page, uh, Goofy Guys Adventures. Don't forget to follow Melissa on, uh, on Instagram and uh, on Threads. Uh, uh, with the uh, odd mouse shoppy, as Hazen would say, the shoppy, and I don't know, fo- follow Hazen just because he's yeah, cool. Sure, why not? And follow Podcateers. You might get some if cool you're not card. Already. Some cool yeah, card, and you uh, know, videos. join if you join the FGP squad. If if you if, if for some reason there's some people out there that only listen to Quizneyland and don't listen to Podcateers, you're doing yourself a disservice by not listening to Podcateers, and then uh. Go and uh, become an FGP squad member, and you can uh, get some uh, exclusive cool fun stuff. All goes to the magic. Yeah. So um, that's it, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to end it like Podcateers do. I guess I have to end it like uh, Quizneyland <laughs> does. So uh, that's our episode. Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, we'll see you next time. And this has been our trip into Quizneyland.
Quizneyland is a proud part of the Podcateers Network. Our music was done by Cirque Dumas. Don't forget to follow Quizneyland on Instagram or join the Podcateers channel on Discord. Send any comments, questions, or suggestions to Quizneyland at podcateers.com. Part of the Podcateers Network.